0: It's safe to say that the Columbia community is spoiled when it comes to pizza. If you crave it, you can get it. Greasy late-night delivery, inventive toppings, wood-fired crust, there are plenty of options in town, but Tony's Pizza on North 5th Street has seen it all come and go. Pete and Daniel Varos's parents immigrated to Columbia from Greece in the 1960s without jobs, English language skills, friends, or much knowledge of life in the United States. They built Rome Pizza from the ground up, and 55 years later, their legacy still stands. It's a cheesy, delicious legacy, one with lauded crust, hand-ground sausage, and signature sauce, and devoted customers who swear by the food at Tony's Pizza Palace. I'm your host, Grace Cooper, and here's our reporter, Rochelle Hemings, in conversation with Pete Barrows. Welcome to Vox Voice.
1: Hey, y'all. This is Roche Hemmings with Vox Voice, and I'm joined today with Pete Veros, co-owner of Tony's Pizza. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Um, So getting right into the questions, um, Mm -hmm. we know that your family has been in the business for a while now. So can you tell us a little bit about your family and the pizza shop's
2: history? Sure. So my parents emigrated here from Greece in the early 1960s. My mom's oldest brother actually how they found Columbia was my mom's oldest brother came here in the late 1950s to find work and knew some Greeks in Duluth, Minnesota. They, uh, I I don't know how they found out through the grapevine, but they knew that Columbia was a good college town and a good place to open up a business. And so they came down here and started kind of looking around for a place to set up shop. And, uh, My uncle started a restaurant here in Colombia, which is no longer in business, called Rome Pizzeria. And his siblings all followed at some point. And my mom was one of his siblings. And so my mom and dad opened Tony's Pizza in the early 1960s. I don't know exactly what year it was. I think it was 1965. And I think we are the oldest pizzeria in Colombia today. And so we are the second generation owners. My dad passed away years ago, but my mother's still alive. Um, she's 81 years old and she's still very active in the restaurant. She comes in every morning. Uh, she kind of gets things ready for us. COVID has been a weird year for us because you know, at her age, she didn't, she didn't want to get out. So, but up until this last year, she would come down every morning. She would work lunch, you know, stay for an hour or two greet customers, help us out where we needed to. And then she would leave. So, and she still enjoys doing that. It gives her something to do every day. Um, My brother and I run the restaurant, you know, the day-to-day operations of it. And so, you know, we're going on, uh, my math's not 56 years now. So the place has been in my family um, that entire time, so.
1: You mentioned your parents, You know, immigrating from Greece to America. Can you kind of talk more about that kind of transition from a place that's so familiar to them to a place that's unfamiliar and also like creating a business and being successful?
2: Yeah, it was uh, just imagine going to a foreign language, you know, a foreign place where you had, you know, no English skills. I mean, nothing. They literally learned everything from the ground up. And so it's quite a challenge for them, I mean, going to a strange place and not really knowing anybody or anything about the place and starting a business, I mean, they, and they worked their tails off there, you know, they were the, really the, the, the great immigrant story, you know, they came here with nothing, worked their tails off, built something out of it, and we've established it and kind of kept it running, you know, from, from that point on. So For me it was pretty easy because they had already had you know the business was established so i kind of took it over and and then you know being second generation you've already got the established clientele and it's 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 pretty nice we have you know the customers that come to us are ones that i've seen forever and now their kids are coming and their grandkids are coming so i'm building on that
1: (laughs) right right can you kind of dive more into um, what it's been like for you and your brother to kind of take over the business. You did say that there's already been like an established clientele and everything like that, but yeah, can you talk a little bit more about y'all's involvement and what you do?
2: We do everything. I mean, we are the day to day operations of it. My brother and I, we we split our time there. Uh, we anything and everything that the restaurant needs, we do. We don't we don't have managers. We we do everything ourselves. We have employees, obviously, but. You know, I think what sets us apart, too, is that we take a lot of pride in how we do stuff. We don't get everything in a truck and just throw it on a pizza. It is almost all homemade. We make our own dough. We make our own sauce. We make our own sausage. We grind our own beef. All the vegetables are cut daily fresh. You know, I, I think that sets you apart from other places. And, you know, when you put out a good product and you've been doing it for 55 years, people come back to you. And I think that's what what drives us and, and why we're successful.
1: Absolutely. It sounds like a lot of work, but it does sound like there's immense payoff for sure. There is.
2: It's it's it really is nice. It's nice when you see and it is very hard work. And, and actually, we've got it a lot easier than my parents did. My parents lived in that place. But and, you know, and it was their their dream and their goal to make a better life for their kids than they had in Greece. And so, you know, they accomplished that and we've kind of took an off and run with it. And it's been it's been it's been good. I've been doing it for 33 years. Mm-hmm. almost. Yeah.
1: How important is it for you? You mentioned that this was your parents' dream. How, is, how important is it to you to continue that, that legacy and that, that dream for them?
2: Well, we're going to do it as long as we can. My brother's several years younger than I am, and he's got lots of young kids, so he's going to be working for a while. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to retire anytime soon, certainly. But uh, yeah, I've got two boys. I don't know if they're interested in running the restaurant or not. They, one of them works for me. Um, hopefully it'll go to a third generation, but it's, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. There's no paid vacations. It's that, it, you know,
0: mm-hmm. a
2: lot of the stuff that people that work for companies take for granted, you just, you've just got to put in all the time and effort to get any success out of it.
1: Absolutely. Um, so you did mention your mom and how she's still very part of Tony's and the community um, that's been fostered. Um, what are her interactions with the customers today, and what is um, her role within the restaurant today?
2: Well, like I told you, uh, first of all, she's just known as Mama mm-hmm. when she comes in. Every if customers come in, it's Hey, Mama, how are you? Good to see you. How are you doing? Uh, you know, like I said, she is, she is still a very much a part of the restaurant. She comes in every morning, uh, gets things going for us. Uh, we still have our dining room closed because of COVID. So, but a lot of times during the day, she will just greet customers as they come in the door, talk to them. I mean, you know, you gotta remember she's been here from the start, so she knows a lot of people within the community. So, and even when she's not at work, people will see her at Walmart or at the grocery store and they'll, you know, say hi to her what are you how are you feeling how are you doing so and yeah she's very much proud of the fact that we're we're uh, running the store as a second generation yeah you know, a lot of places don't do that so,
1: so having been around in Colombia um, for so long have you seen the community rally around your restaurant over the years
2: we have and especially this last year uh, mm-hmm. with with the coronavirus it was uh, there was a lot of angst at first, you know, last March when it all came out and they started shutting dining rooms down. And we didn't know what was going to happen. And, and certainly we were, we were all on edge about it. But as the weeks turned into months and our customers, we, what we did is we, we kind of transitioned our business and, and pizza restaurants, just from my, you know, understanding what I've talked to some other people in the business, uh, my sales reps, Pizza places have tended to have done better during COVID than a a lot of sit down restaurants like high end, you know, it's different. Take, you can take a pizza home in a box and eat it. (laughs) You can't do that with a filet mignon and a baked potato. It just, it's just not the same. And so the places that, 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 that really uh, struggled were the, the dine in the places that did almost exclusively all dine in. And so, the transition was easier for us because a lot of my business before COVID was carry out and delivery anyways. Okay. And so it just transferred all to carry out and delivery. And so we were pretty, you know, we did well with it. We didn't set the world on fire by any stretch, but my customers were very, very loyal to me during that time. And I think people, especially in Colombia we uh, were very aware of the fact that that they needed to support their local businesses to help them get through the co- you know coronavirus not not just talking about us but just all the restaurants in Columbia that were that were locally owned uh, it was kind of a rallying cry for for a lot of people just hey let's keep these places open so they're still here after covid and uh i think a lot of my customers took that to heart because we are yeah we did we did okay during all this and we you know we're still we're not there yet but we'll i think uh pretty soon we'll get back to normal. I hope so. So, yeah.
1: Um, you, you mentioned customers and how they've been loyal to you um, even before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but just generally speaking, what does it mean? Um, or what's the importance to you of having a regular group of customers that are, you know, constantly supporting
2: Tony's? Oh, it's the world to us. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, not only are they customers, a lot of them are just friends, you know, they've become friends over the years because we see them so often. I'll, you know, because I've been there so long, I can hear a person's voice on the phone and just know who it is and mm-hmm. know what they're gonna I'm literally writing down an order before they start telling me what it is because the customers that come in always tend to get the same things. You know, they want a large sausage and pepperoni pizza with two orders of wings or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and and it's funny because my brother Daniel and I talk about this all the time. We just see, you know, when you see the same people all the time, you know their names, you know their families, you know their you ask them what's going on with their kids or their grandkids, and th- and that's important to them too because it, it means that you're taking an interest in them too, and so that has you know when you've been there as long as we have, <clears throat> it's important for them you know and for us to know all that stuff about about our customers and and it, you know, it keeps them coming back you know.
1: Um, so kind of a fun question. Right. Um, you've been doing this for. A few years now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have um, some stories or some some fun experiences. So, is there um, like a fun funny story that you can share with us oh, about, about working at Tony's over
2: these years? Uh, you, you put me on the spot. I don't know <laughs> if I can think of anything that's funny off the top of my head. It's. It, you know, I would just I would just say the daily interactions are, are the, the the best part of the restaurant. You know, the parts that I enjoy the most, and it's just whether it's just cracking jokes or, you know, watching sporting events and, uh, uh, you know, just the, well, I'll tell you one just a quick story that just recently when the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, one of my very good customers and a close friend of mine, he's a huge uh, uh, he doesn't like the Chiefs, he likes the Denver Broncos, and so mm-hmm. he came and picked up a couple of pizzas one night, and on the inside of the box. I put in huge letters I took a marker and put Kansas, you know, Kansas City Super Bowl champs and just <laughs> and he texted me and he put it on Facebook and we just we had a we had a great time about it and he still gives me a hard time to this day about doing that. He said, "Oh, you ruined my appetite that night." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, one more question. Sure. Um, what, what is the most fulfilling part of, of this work for you, serving the community?
2: Well, I think that's just it. I think serving the community is, is, is a big part of it. And, uh, um, you know, you take pride. When, when you own your own business, you take pride in what you do. You take pride in how you do it. Um, and that's what drives you. you. You want to do it well because it's your reputation and, and, and it's, it's your business on the line. Um, you know, if you work for somebody else, you don't necessarily have that incentive or that drive to do something like that, but we do. And so Daniel and I take a lot of pride in, in taking care of our customers and doing the best that we can to, to make the business successful.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Glad for time. Glad to be time. here. And um, we appreciate it.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vox Voice. Next time you crave a slice, stop by Tony's. Tell Pete that Grace sent you.